Welcome back to another episode of Pod Wars, Whoa. where we go and attack every other pod in Milwaukee so we can get some kind of recognition. Extra and, <laughs> and maybe an extra couple fans. Right. <laughs> no, for serious though. Or not for serious, because this is not politically correct, otherwise known as NPC in NPC. the building. You know what I'm saying? Doing do. big things. We're finally on our fourth episode. McCoy has listened to maybe half of the first one. The first part. Yeah, the, the first part of every episode yeah. is what mm-hmm. he's listened mm-hmm. to. All right. But uh, you Hashtag find... Brett Favre episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on both SoundCloud and Facebook now. Whoa. So SoundCloud... If you guys don't already know, you can look for a Not Politically Correct Podcast, and we'll be the one and only ones to show up. Whoa. Yeah. Dope Gang. shit. Dope shit. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We have a page, NPC Podcast. And, and... In addition... We have a Facebook group. Woo! That we, it's now open to the public. You guys can... You don't have to request permission for everybody that did request permission mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We were just trying to see who the true ride or dies were. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, Maybe right. there might be some special stuff coming your way. You know what I'm saying? But uh, our Facebook group is Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can search for us on Facebook there. You know, hit us up. We might throw some topics in there that you guys can uh, vibe with and share your thoughts and opinions. And we may or may not acknowledge you. Probably won't. But hey. Wow. <laughs> I will. I like talking to people. Yeah, Cody has no friends. So, <laughs> you dig? Just, I do. They're just, you know, for also being recorded sake. right now. And that's all I'm showing <laughs> or pretend, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> for introduction's sake, uh, it's your boy TS, otherwise known as AKA C Nova. You know, you know I, I got gotcha. you. Stereo. <laughs> uh, it's your boy Real McCoy, AKA Mr. What It Do, AKA uh, the Young Splash God, AKA uh, Smooth Job Johnny, AKA Hallway Jones. I told y'all I don't get a lot of them. Hey, so, hey, I mean, I got hey. a couple more, but I'm going Go ahead, roll them off, roll them off. Give them two more, two uh, more, two more. Two more. Uh, the People's shit. Champion. AKA, damn, well, I got, that's one from Cody, AKA the People's Champion. Okay, uh, okay. Let's AKA Doped Up Danny. Uh, AKA, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot going on there. And uh, I'm just that nigga. AKA uh, No Cap, No Cap Charlie. Charlie where, No Cap. But where can they find you? Because you're wearing though? a cap. Right. Where can they find you, though? Because they can't find me unless I know them. Um, you can find me in St. Louis. Hey, head ass. Uh, Still, you, can, you could just insert the word Milwaukee. Right. <laughs> you don't rep your podcast and you don't rep your city. You nah. ain't real. <laughs> you can find me um, on Twitter at uh, RumorCoyKPZ. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Real McCoy, I guess. Um, I have an Instagram, but y'all get that next week when I kind of clean that bad boy up. But it's yeah, full I'm of porn. Full of it. Tons of porn. The <laughs> amount of tits on my page is ridiculous. Just. Yeah, fat guy tits. He's gay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And this is not politically politically correct, <laughs> I guess. See, the less I say, the less you guys come at me. I'm oh, just... <laughs> Damn. Okay. Now, now let's get at this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh Cody, aka Brody, aka Ghost. Uh Okay, okay. You can catch me on stuff at C D Recore. C D as in danger. That's what's up. R E C O R E. Uh there's no that's what's up in there. <laughs> <laughs> And you know some dude named C D that's what's up for <laughs> I have friends now. He's like, look at all these Finally <laughs> So the guy in Sweden was like, look at all these people from Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. Alright, let's get down to sports. Um Or let's laugh. No, 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 no. What's happening in Milwaukee? Hey, right. It's uh American for the homeland. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about the Bucks because the only thing that we got, you know, hopeful for us. But uh, 
They were undefeated. We played the Bucks. Did we? We played right. ourselves. So we there's played a, We played ourselves. DJ Khaled ourselves. <laughs> you played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. We played the Celtics. Uh, was it Thursday night? Yeah. And it was close. We lost by four. But it was. Uh, I heard that Eric Bledsoe kind of ruined it for us. But despite that, like, why it, would you say that? Did you watch the game? No, I had. I have a strict bedtime. Ah, wasn't okay, done answering. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Giannis dropped 32 points, so he's trying to help us out with anything we can. And <laughs> the score was like 117 to 114, I think. Yeah, it was like oh, 117 to 113. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it was something like that. It, it was, was close. Yeah, it was, close. it was a really close game. Hey, we ain't no bitch over here. Right. Yeah, 113, 117. In the Milwaukee. Right, in, in the Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, it was close enough. So it's, you know, yeah, we lost a game, but that's still good that we're number one in the whole league. Yeah. And we didn't lose by much. Not like we got destroyed or anything like we that. Are, we never won in the work. in the entire league with the it. entire league. You niggas don't want to see us. Don't even get last... talking my shit, man. You no, niggas dude. don't want to see us. <laughs> the other be honest, day, just <laughs> there was two undefeated teams left. Us and the Raptors, and we played the Raptors, and we lost. Or, I mean, sorry, we won. And uh, Giannis was out with concussion protocol, but also Kawhi Leonard was out too. I so heard about that with guy shit. It was kind of even like that, so we won that game. They don't want to see it, man. Milwaukee, listen, Yo, man. Yo, Milwaukee's on the come up, son. The fuck, the Brewers th- damn near made it to the World Series. Damn near. I don't know what the hell happened with us and why we couldn't make it. We just had one more game. Man, he fucked Shadow. That's one what happened. One more. Well, this he had the game. strikeout. Well, yeah, he he he, he made a the fool World of Series. himself. That lost was awesome. On a bended knee too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah, he fell. <laughs> <laughs> man. Dropped his little douche pun. All right. I hate that guy so much. We see, we see, we see. Um, but yeah, so go Bucks. Uh, Packers just lost um, <laughs> by two. We had this is what pissed me off. So I had that. I had a Facebook post that was like things you don't do. Or well, let me let me let me look it up so I get it right. But we lost by two points. All right, and that was because that we had a safety, or they had a safety on us, so they got two points from that. And I think the worst thing, okay, so losing is already bad, right? But the worst way one can lose is when the shit is close. Like if you're losing by a long shot, it's like ah damn, like there's no help. Yeah, but we could have done something actually. Takeaways. If you lost within like like the Bucks, we lost four points. That's literally one shot. Yeah, well, a couple shots. No, because if you get fouled on a three point. Yeah, well, that's still a couple shots. Cause you got, no. Yeah, yeah. That's still a couple shots. Bitch ass. <laughs> Shut your table ass up. <laughs> but I wrote times to run the football when you're on the opponent's one yard line. Hashtag Seahawks. Times to run. <laughs> times to not run the football when you're on your own one yard line. Cause I don't get why whenever any team is on their okay, one so or two yard line. Okay, explain what happened because I still not supporting the NFL, but like to know what the fuck is going on. With, what was when we got that safety, or what? I uh, haven't watched in the last few seasons. I well, have we, no idea what the hell going on. We, so you said we were on our own they, one they yard punt, line. They punted to us. Uh, I forget who it was. Who it was that was trying to receive, but he let it go, and okay, so then we they touched our the ball on the one yard line. So that's where we had it, right? On their one yard. On our one yard line. Okay. So we need to go ninety nine yards. Right. On the field. <laughs> ninety nine yards. And a, and a touchdown ain't one. Right. <laughs> he knew I was That's why we lost. But, uh, yeah, so I don't get what's in coach's head. They think they have some kind of theory or something, but it's like, 
dude, you're on the one yard line. You're not going to go anywhere. Like you need to throw the ball to get it out of there. Because of course, when you start to play, almost everybody is in your own end zone. Yeah. Like, which we got sacked. The whole squad. Tack- yeah. Is that we're, why we sorry, lost? Tackled. Yeah. We were, we lost by two. We were and that's tied, how much a safety We is. lost at a safety. Oh, my God. We didn't. We had I a didn't safety. I know that we lost at a We had a safety earlier that. on mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. But it's still, like, if that didn't so happen, the if they was, threw the ball, the it would have been tied The game was tied at this point. The game was tied at this point. No, I said it was earlier than the end of the game. Okay. So it's we, still, if that safety didn't happen, it would have been tied. Oh, okay. That was when we were at on the very the, least. We were on our own one yard line. This was like I forget okay, second okay. quarter maybe. I thought three. that was the last quarter, last play no. type shit. But still, it just bugs me because that was like the defining point. We if we didn't have a safety against us like that, then you know. Well, okay, so we could have turned that into a touchdown, or at the very least, punt it to them or something like that, or turn. And so when it comes to time. gaming strategy, right? Yeah. When you're on your own one yard line, yeah. everybody knows that you're supposed to throw the ball. So maybe that's why they ran the ball, to throw them off. No, because it's – I feel like – maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I feel like coaches almost, almost always run it. Probably just to get an extra few yardage to give them breathing room. Yeah. Because there's not much room when you're, you know, to play backwards. But I just think you should throw it. I mean, I'm not a coach. I don't get paid the millions, but mm-hmm. I'm mean, pretty decent it, at Madden, so I know what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> if you do what's predictable, how can you win? Right. It's definitely. not saying it's predictable, but, I mean, you have a better – they didn't throw it, so there's no saying what could have happened. But they ran it, so listen to me and don't run it because you got to save the jazz. <laughs> how about be, that? And because of that, you guys lost. Ah. Well. And, yeah. Well, last week also, uh, Badgers quarterback didn't play because he was injured, so we lost bad. So again, there's no hope for the Badgers this year. Well, there was no hope for the Badgers after what the second game because because right. I was like, no, we lost hope. Yeah, <laughs> we gave up hope out the gate and shit. Just. Right. Um, Denver gave up hope on the Packers too because last uh, episode he was like, I'm already looking forward to next season. Right, right. It's just been <laughs> depressing. And every what's our record you know, right now? What's our record? Three, three and one, and we're playing the Patriots. Tomorrow. But that's the game of the week, even though I don't know why it is. Like, they're like, well, Brady versus Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because there's more than just a quarterback in each team. And you know right. we're going to get our asses handed to yeah, us see, on a silver platter. When Damn. they say stuff like <laughs> Brady versus Rogers, that's what makes me miss stuff like Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> because I would love to see that claymation happen. That would be hilarious. Um... I want to get into something real quick, though, before we go into music. Yeah, Absolutely. sure. No problem. What's, what's going on? This episode of NPC is brought to you by... Uh, Megan's Bloodies <laughs> is what this episode oh. is brought to you by. Uh, if you guys want to talk about society a little bit, I think... Nope. Okay. Pass. All right, so how about the music? <laughs> I think I feel like I feel like we're going to end up on that. Here, uh, no, wait. Now. Let me just show you guys a little quick... It's just under a minute long video, and we can go off of that. Because I want to talk about, like, society and classism. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the show Mr. Robot? Yes. So this is from the pilot episode. What is it about society that disappoints you so much? Oh, I don't know. Is it that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man, even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children? Maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself is just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our burning commentary of bullshit, masquerading as insight. 
Are social media faking its intimacy? Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything. You know, we all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society. Okay. Alrighty. No, agreed. Fuck society. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I definitely, uh, I like that. Uh, yeah. What'd you want to bring up about it, though? Well, I, <clears throat> I always feel, I mean, I, I always, you know, fuck society. I hate society. I have so much built up anger towards society. And well, I know, the, our, I know why we're friends. I get right. it. I the get thought it. process that they think that certain things should be in like, Oh, this is the norm. No, it's not the norm. You guys just try to make it the norm, but yeah. that's not how it goes. Like, and people are sheeps, and they need to be more independent and have more th free thoughts. But m media does determine the norms of society. Yeah, but we can have our free thoughts and say, I recognize the media is trying to tell me this, but I disagree. I think this instead. I think I think media mm. de media determining media the norms is trying of society. to control us too. Well, me well no, me media does control you. There's a reason why Not don't nobody have big booty ass TVs in their house no more. We all got flat screens. Well, I mean, the thing that, is, <laughs> that has nothing to do with that. I mean, it's well, I'm saying it's room. media. Media says that yo, you should have the biggest and the best flat screen TV out here. Media says that oh, you should uh, have this streaming network or that streaming network so you can say stay abreast of the latest information, the right. latest music. Right. Media says all that, and guess what you do? You subscribe to uh, Spotify. You subscribe to Apple Music. You subscribe to Google. Exactly. And just like Kanye used to say when, when he was good, Kanye. Um, mm -mm. we're all man. still slaves. We're slaves to Nike. We're slaves to Apple, you know? Right. So, yep. Yeah. I, well, the thing about media, the thing about media controlling you is that media is kind of built around human, original media is built around human thought, the human need to tell a story or the human need to get the word out. You know, it's like the guy in the town hall here, here, he, here, he, you know, just kind of ringing the, tolling the bell and telling people what's going on. That's right. what original media is. But when you get into these moments where media is now controlled by corporations, so you have people who can buy in to media, and then media begins to tell you it becomes about Nike. It becomes about, you know, things that make other people money. That's when it becomes an issue. Now, of course, media is going to tell you, like, you know, get the better TV, get the smaller TV, or upgrade to the Roku stick instead of the Fire Stick, or upgrade to the PS4. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Yeah. But that's because consumerism. Right, right. Consumerism and, and and capitalism as a as a whole. I mean, that's um that's almost uh, anti American to 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 wanna yeah, say. The media hey. plays a huge part in controlling society. Right, exactly. So I mean society as it stands, um, I think the reason that people like Cody or me or, you know, have gripes with society is because there's this innate thing within us where we find certain things to be not okay or morally corrupt or well, find see, things to be... that That's what separates leaders from followers, all right? right? Yeah. So a leader is somebody who will go out and say, nah, this shit ain't right, and will go against the grain, right. whereas a mm -hmm. follower would just accept whatever is happening. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. uh, if you and Cody... And I, I would say myself, I, I don't really care for... I, I don't really care for society's norms. I I don't need rules to tell me what I can and can't do. Right. When yeah. I'm outside of work, 
Let me just make that clear. When I'm outside of work. ITS's boss. Like. Right. <laughs> But in my own relationship, my family ties, my yeah, friends, yeah. and so on and so forth, yeah, yeah. can't nobody tell me what those rules are because uh-uh, I make those can't rules. tell me nothing. <laughs> I missed the oh Kanye. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But no, I like I think. <laughs> um, I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent it on it. So we're now entering the music portion of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yeah, no, I think I think, and that's my biggest gripe is that like they'll be they they will. The, social media and the and media in general is cool. Like it's very, you know, I hate good, it. It can be a good, it can be a good no. It can be a good resource because humans want to connect. No matter. No, fuck them. that. I. That's why this has been my biggest gripe with the new social media, and back in my day, when Facebook and MySpace was first was fresh you know what i'm saying and this is for the teeny boppers out there so all one of you that might actually be listening to this shit everybody <laughs> else that's listening to this has come up with facebook and myspace but right when they first came out it was all about keeping up and keeping in touch with friends and family yeah right. it wasn't about the ads it wasn't about the videos it yeah. wasn't about the memes it wasn't about so nothing like that meme era yo mm-hmm. yes exactly i remember when facebook didn't have an algorithm where it put, quote unquote, the most important people first on your timeline and would just repeat that shit. Instead, whoever posted on your friends list, yeah. that's what you would see. Yeah. yeah. Now the way Facebook works, yeah. I, I don't even know if MySpace still exists. Sorry, Tom. It does. <laughs> You're still my number one friend on there. Mm-hmm. Um, now the way Facebook works, and this happened back in, uh, I think, 2010. Or 2011, I want to say. They came up with an algorithm Mm -hmm. to put the most important people. And the way they determine the most important people on your Facebook page is from your interactions. So if you interact with Cody a lot, you interact with McCoy a lot, you interact with uh, Russell a lot, you're going to see their posts before you see anybody else. Which is... Which originally you think, oh, that's kind of dope because these are important people in my life. But at the same time, mm-hmm. how do you keep in touch with people if all you see are the people that you talk with the every damn people. day anyways? Right, right. Like, there are cats in my high school that I, I'm friends with on Facebook, but I'm probably never going to see their posts <laughs> because, I one, I don't remember their name. <laughs> so I can't hit them up to say, hey, what's up? They probably don't even let me know whose that's, birthday Dude, that's it true is. because I, I remember going through my friends list and I was like, Wait, I didn't know I was friends with them. How come I never seen their stuff ever <laughs> pop up? And I go on there, I'm like, whoa, they did have yep. post statuses. Like, what? Yep. Yeah, because Facebook and media in general controls you. It control. Mm-hmm. It even controls your social media. You can't even keep in touch with people that you used to know because it only wants you to keep in touch with people that you currently know. It's fucked up. Social media is shit. The media is shit. Well... But- this is this is this is how TS really See, feels. I've been talking about this since episode one, and this is what TS is. He didn't nah, want to man. talk about society. Now he's like, it's all shit. That's why. Yeah, damn near, okay. damn near, it's all shit. Now give me my whiskey and my cigar, and let me sit on the porch and yell at kids for being on the lawn. Get off my goddamn grass on my social media. <laughs> I mean, I believe too. Like, just because something is the law doesn't mean that it makes it right. Correct. Right. Absolutely. And an just law, an unjust law is not a real law. Right, and people's like, oh, you can't do that because it's illegal. It's like, well, you know, that doesn't make it right. Yo, slavery, vote for weed. Oh, slavery <laughs> was illegal. Right. Women voting and working was illegal. There's a lot of shit. It just that means US that we need to illegal. change the laws. He means legal, everybody. But 
Uh, I feel like this is going to be somewhat of a serious uh, episode. Um, there was just stuff on my mind that I just wanted no. to hear your guys' opinions, too. Well, I thought it was interesting. Hey. Right. And, by the way... But that's a good show, too, guys, if you guys want to watch that. Mr. Robot, that's really neat. Is it a show or is it a movie? It's a it's TV a show. show. Is it the- on Netflix? Not yet. I just bought the first season because I watched the first you season. You bought the first season? Did you know you could illegally do things on Fire Stick? Yeah, but I like to support <laughs> people. I don't have fire. This episode of Not Politically Correct brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, they're starting their fourth season, and it's going to be their last. Not because they're getting canceled, though, because the director and writer wanted to end it on a high note and on his own terms. Not that, like, oh, we're just dragging stuff out like he had the thought for an ending and didn't want it to be dragged out like this is filler stuff just to get What's money. What's the name really. of the show again? Mr. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. What network do you find that on? USA, I right? I think it was on USA. Yeah. I don't know what other... If, how so you if you're going to do it legally, it then USA, Mr. Robot. Otherwise, for everybody else, um, fire stick! You can watch it on TV on USA. <laughs> Or you could watch it illegally on USSR. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that was Cody's uh, dad white joke for the uh, for the podcast. It's probably sixteenth one. So um, on that note, then we're gonna transition a little bit to music. A happier note, also controlled by uh, the media. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, you can only listen to this if it's on Ta-da. Ta-da. Let's not pay attention to media, but really also walk, hey. look us up on our social media. Exactly. PC Podcast. Join us on social media where we will be ranting and raving. Um, so music, man. Music, man. So listen, man. This past Friday, which was yesterday, the 2nd, November 2nd, my man, Take Takeoff, dropped an album. The Last Rocket. Okay, so let's get into that real quick. I've listened to this album now twice. Uh, maybe two and a half times Earl now. Earl Sweatshirt dropped an album. Um, Who? Earl Sweatshirt. He did? Yeah, or a track. I don't know if it's a single or a whole album. Well, we're going to focus on Takeoff right now. I was just being dumb. Yeah, like, hey, right. Something that's a lot less <laughs> important. Right. Oh, uh, side note, sorry, Majin Buu is absent from this episode, a.k.a. Russell. Majin Buu! <laughs> Wait, no I just... Place. Dog. Sorry, I watched a whole, like, 15 minute yeah, long Yeah, so you know Mr. About... Popo is gone from here right now. <laughs> so, Offset, go on. Right. Offset. <laughs> Man, damn. A.k.a. Takeoff. Right, right, exactly, <laughs> right. Um, so, Takeoff, the greatest Migos of all time, dropped an album, uh, The Last Rocket. Um... Uh, I personally have been waiting on this uh, for a good two years. I mean, take off to me, you know, the, the, the flows that people have been copying, all of that shit that we say is uh, essential, Migo shit, take off has been the one that kind of refined that. Like, take off is the one that can actually rap. Like, Quavo, Lord Quavius, as uh, Joe Buttons called him, he's the one, he's the one who does the hooks. Offset, does, yeah. Offset can rap. Offset can rap. He be, he be talking that shit. But Takeoff is the one, like, bar for bar. And flow-wise, he kind of, man, he... So what's, the, what's the name of his uh, latest album? The latest album Because it called, just dropped on Friday, didn't yes. it? Yes. It's called The Last Rocket. Now, I'm going to say this about this album. I like the album, okay? I think the album is dope. Uh, I believe it's 12, 12 track on there. I think the album is dope. I think uh, the album got <laughs> a lot of shit on there, like, a lot of bars on there. And I like... He actually took, you know, when Takeoff steps outside of the Migos, what we end up having is a more vulnerable Takeoff. We have Takeoff the Spits a little bit, you know, it's a little less flashy. Don't get me wrong. 
the money, cars, and clothes, and hoes. Bars are there, but there's also times, like, he has one track, I think it might be the last track, don't quote me on that, but he has one track where he's talking about being nervous, and how, like, when he first stepped on stage, he was nervous, and you get, you don't get glimpses of that from a lot of these rappers at this point, because a lot of rappers are in their own, you know, in their own right, they just, they, they're, too, they're too cool for school and shit. And well, I just, yeah, it's an ego type thing. Rap right. has always been right. about who Bracket has a bigger shit. ego. Yeah. You yeah. cannot... Be shy and be, and be a rapper. KRS One shit don't work. Dang, yeah, you oh, can't, what up Facebook Live? What up Facebook social Live? Social media. This right. is brought to you by social media. And shit, <laughs> just, but no, like this takeoff album, man. I, I was, I've been get, encountering people, and people are like, I kind of like it. I don't know if I like it, and eh, it's okay. I like it because the niggas rapping. The niggas actually rapping. Um, he loses. So I've only listened to half the album, right? Yeah. I listened to all of Quavo's album. Yep. Thought it was all right. It was, it was a pretty good listen. You know what I'm saying? Something right. that you throw on when Three you're, McCoy, you're, you're driving on the freeways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with Takeoff's album, so I'm halfway through it, and you're right. He is rapping. There are bars that are being dropped yeah. that Quavo wished that he could have came up with. Quavo's right. album is damn near one hook. Right, the exactly. Way through, exactly. Like every track exactly. is just a dope-ass hook from exactly. track after track. Sustenance isn't really there. Right. As far as uh, Takeoff goes, this... He's actually rapping, which is dope sometimes. Because, and I say sometimes because he, he still does that mumble shit that I I lose focus with. There's any time that I can't understand what the fuck you're saying, it just loses me. And mm-hmm. it's the same stutter, mumble rap type shit mm-hmm. that loses it's like me. The it's, it's not even like. Or the Atlanta accent, or. It's not, it's not even an accent. It's that fucking it's, Migos it's, rap thing. It's and just, right. it's not that. It's not just that I don't understand what's going on, all right? Because, I mean, there's some times when Twista mm-hmm. is rapping too fucking fast, and I have no idea what he's saying. But the flow, the presentation of it is like, yo, this is new, this is dope. Okay, I can fuck with it. I can't really understand everything that's going on because I can't, I haven't listened to it enough to catch everything he's right, saying. Right. But when the Migos do it, it's like they have um, three different flows, right? Yeah. And this mumble flow is flow A, if uh-uh. you will. Right. And every time they drop into flow A, it's not creative anymore to me. It's not entertaining. I can't understand the shit. And frankly, it's boring and redundant. Okay, well, I can, I can, I can understand that, um, because Ace Hood, Ace Hood had a flow that it was like a two bar, two piece bar flow when he when he did a hustle hard. It was like dun 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 dun. Like he would rap, pause, rap, pause. Now everybody in their mama from like two thousand when that when that came out from like two thousand like two or three years, they just replicated that. The only thing that changed that is the Migos coming out, and then they started replicating that. But man. That flow, I remember hearing a lot of Meek Mill's early records when he had first got signed to Rick Ross, and it sounded like Ace Hood, and it was just like, blown out of two August, got my... Like, 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 so I get, after a while, that stuff becomes redundant, and it becomes not creative. It becomes like, I'm it, hearing it so much, so it's watered like down. Like, and this is the reason why Drake is one of the best artists in the market, or could be ever right now, because Drake doesn't have just one flow he doesn't have a fallback flow that he gets into he's actually a rapper and not only is he an awesome rapper drake can compose a song he can do everything from the hook bridge and he can come up with a couple verses no problem dude can drop bars like nobody's business he can drake is really out here doing that 
Well, I was <laughs> with, gonna say I was gonna say from some of his friends. I was gonna say that's why that's why Drake Drake is great. First, I'm a huge Drake fan, but you can't really say he's, he that he don't got no fallback flow because. If other people are writing for him, of course. If you got, they're gonna if say you got yeah, ten niggas writing for yeah, you, then you gonna have yeah. ten different flows. Yo, you you're right, you're right. So right. he doesn't have his own original. Well, he might have his own original flow, but right. if people are writing for you. They're gonna be like, "This is somebody that wrote," and I would probably suggest like this type. All of All right, flow. so maybe I should have said uh, K Dot then, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a lot. Yeah, gotta, this yeah. cat. Yo, Loki. And he's got his highlight conscious voice, and then he goes yeah. in and attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, kids are sing songy shit and everything. I think that's what rap should be. It should be. Hearing the instrumental, figuring out what, what your lane of, is, yeah, and yeah. then attacking it, doing whatever you got to do to it, because every instrumentalist should be different from the last instrumental, and this is where the Migos becomes just redundant and boring. Culture two, it was like one track. You never knew where one track ended and another track began because right. it was, was damn near the same song. instrumental. Yeah, it was the same instrumental. Quavo did his sing songy thing. Take off and offset. They're the same mumble rap flow. And mm. I was like, well, what what the fuck? This is boring as hell. So wait a minute. Let me ask you a question then. How do you feel about Wiz Khalifa? Because I feel like Wiz Khalifa has a very, very... And I like Wiz. I really do like Wiz. And I love a lot of stuff from like Cushion Orange Juice. But I feel like his shit is almost always the same relaxed. I'm taking bitches to the... Like... So, with Wiz, and I'm biased because I am a fan of Wiz. Right. His his structure and his flow can be mundane because you recognize it from other shit. But, where he scores points with me is the fact that I can understand what the fuck he's saying. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I can memorize his lyrics and rap along with the tracks while I'm riding in the car. Right. With Migos, it's like, I should be in an LD class rapping Damn. along with this. Because, I mean, even with... So, Wiz, he has a concise subject matter that he's sticking with. Does he? Migos, on the other hand, they'll be talking about a bottle. And then, at the same time, now I have to mention throttle, because that rhymes with bottle. And now I'm going to mention my mama, because I have... Mama! Right. <laughs> Alliteration. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the Migos does. It's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? You're literally just showing kindergartners how to rhyme. Damn. You have no sustenance... No point, none at all. Man. If, if all they had to do was talk about uh, it was just a shit-talking track, even then, they don't have... There's never a track where either of the Migos says they talk shit about themselves. Like, oh, I'm Takeoff, I'm the best in the business, and, blah, and they drop a whole 16 on how Takeoff is the dopest, or how Offset is the dopest, or Quavo's the dopest. They literally take a word... And they figure out what the easiest word to rhyme with that is and insert other filler words so that way they have a complete couple bars. Damn. I did not know that my friend TS did not like the Migos this much. Like <laughs> this is news to me. Well, um, I'm a I'm a, well, I'm a huge takeoff fan. Uh <laughs> Okay. I especially, man, I'm a even I could quote some shit like when he did the uh He has like get, he dropped single liners. Like he has a track on um his newest album called Um I Remember. Right. It's probably two minutes long or something like this. And he starts off and you're like, yo, this is going to be a dope-ass track. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. He rhymes box with socks. And he hits up Fort Knox. <laughs> Fort Knox on Then what? he goes to the beach and finds some rocks. <laughs> Dog. I Walking on the blocks. 
Right. I feel like when this kid's room is locked on Lego blocks. <laughs> dog, shut the fuck up. Shut dog. the fuck up. Dude, um What's your point? Well not yours, I mean. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um damn. <laughs> damn man, I just I, I had some good things to say about um uh, I really had some good things to say about this uh this album, but I I feel as though uh We'll talk your shit. T S might have well my only thing my only thing with this album is that I liked hearing take I like hearing uh take off rap. I like him getting his flows and his shit off. Um I think where the album failed though, and I think this is also might be where it failed um, when they said take off do a whole album. Wow. Damn, <laughs> not my nigga. Um, it, I think it failed uh, where in the same place that uh, Quavo album failed and where Offset album might fail. The Migos as a group is kind of what they have this this spark. They have a dynamic. They have a dynamic. They do. And the three of them kind of play off each other. It's like a great trifecta. Uh, when you take one out of the 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 out of the element, you might have some some good moments, but I don't think you have anything that's complete. And where I realized that Takeoff might be uh, the weaker one, which we, I mean, which we already kind of knew was Quavo's thing, is the hooks and shit. Uh, t- like, See, the, and that's what's fucked me? up about this society and where I guess rap is in the point of rap right now. Quavo is the strongest of the group because he can come up with a catchy hook. That's why Quavo is the strongest. Had this been like 2003, 2004, Quavo would have been notable. Right. But everybody else would have been the group because it would have been about what the fuck they're trying to say. Mm. But now where rap is, most of it is you don't hear anything. Uh, that's the weird. The thing. verses are not there. It's all about the bridges and the hooks. That's but, it. That's the thing, though. I think that's music in general. Like we, we, and I'm a huge. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a student of rap. I like to study, you know, music in general. Right. So you're you're gonna put your neck out there and say country music, pop music, rock music. We'll just say these three genres because it's the only three that I can think of while drinking this bloody. Well, first of all, let me tell you, these I don't know shit about genres, no goddamn country. So, so these three <laughs> genres, you're saying, okay, so I agree, every genre puts out shit music for sure, right? But I don't think any other genre is so heavily based on the hook as rap is, aside from techno. No, techno and dance. Techno no. and dance. I'll, I'll give you that. DJ Snake, what up? The uh, no, I think all music. Any popular music, all of those genres, the mu- the music that sells the most is the music that's catchiest because that's what we. That's yeah, but there are there's a point to it. You know what the song is about. Do you wait? I wait. I wait. listen to Taylor Swift. I got her latest album. Do you that shit always, is dope. Do you always know? I mean, you might know what the song is about, but is there always a point though? Like, think about something like. Um, is there always a point? Um, no, there's not always a point. But with the Migos, there's rarely a point. <laughs> so it's bad music, but the Migos is just really in the midst of that bad music. They're entertaining, saying. is what yeah. they are. They're yeah. they're ringtone rappers, is what we would have called them back in uh, the early two thousand. They're ringtone rappers. They're just right. catchy to listen to. They're dope to throw on in the club. They're dope to throw on at a party because you you know they ain't saying shit, so you gotta listen to it. You're just listening for the instrumental. So for that and the hook, we damn near should just hire the producer and just tell the producer to get a hook on there. That's it. Let me ask you something. Michael Jackson, Smooth yeah. Criminal. The album? The Smooth Criminal is off the bad album, I believe. Yes, off bad album. Okay, okay. Didn't Smooth. know if we were talking about the whole album uh, uh, that Smooth Criminal came off over the track. Okay, um, So Michael Jackson's song, Smooth Criminal. Yeah. Um, do you know what the fuck that song is talking about? Like, Annie, are you okay? Like, do I, I don't really know what 
and this is probably on my my own fault because I could have probably looked this up by now. But I don't really know who Annie is. What the fuck you talking about with Annie? But we're not. We. I'm well, here for. I'm here for this. Not okay, which is why he keeps asking about her. But what? But, but I'm by, here for this. Hit by a smooth criminal. I'm but, pretty sure she got hit by a smooth criminal. That's what I'm here for, though. I'm I'm here for the. <laughs> you've been hit by. You've been struck by a smooth criminal. I'm here for that part. But that's still a composed track. It is. It is. Solid. My only my only argument is that we tend to take mumble rap, mumble rap, because I'm a huge Thug fan. Ain't nobody gonna tell me that Thug can't rap. We ain't gonna he have this bars. debate. He got bars. Now, I'm just. I think we. I think we are so caught up in bars. rap, and and we are so caught up in this moment of rap to say that rap is like, you know, has no substance, and and it's all about. We we're so uh, opposed to rap being. Well, see, you poppy. mentioned, but see, you you're attacking the mumble rappers. I had nothing bad to say about mumble rappers. It's where they kind of lose me. For sure, because there yeah. are times that I can't understand what yeah, the hell you're yeah, saying, right. and. My point to that was that they sound redundant. Every right. flow is the fucking same. That, yeah, that, I can agree. I, I can't get down. If everybody rapped like Twister, rap would be boring. Yeah, I agree. If everybody rapped like uh, M, shit would be boring. Loud. Loud. That's fucking extremely <laughs> loud. Loud as a bitch. But People walking boring. around pissed off. Hey, everybody's just angry. All the latest musicians, rap musicians have damn near the same flow, and that's my beef with it. It's not... Yep. It's not the fact that they're mumbling. Yep. It it and it's damn near not the fact that I can't even understand what the hell is going on some of the times. It's right. the fact that it's just cookie cutter flows. Yep. And now you know what you know what's funny, the flow that I hate is like the South Florida flow. Um that kind of was popular. Flow rider. Uh and they just got hit by a hurricane. Have some oh, respect. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I hate this flow. Shout out to XXX Tentacion, RIP to that dude uh, was a fan. AKA the dead guy. Um, but <laughs> AKA the dead that guy. that one flow is like that little pump and smoke perp and all these niggas coming out of South Florida and, and Florida and shit. Now it's like this. Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. And they always insert ooh and yeah to carry the. It's like um. It's like a. It's all. It's this flow. Yeah. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Uh, like they keep doing that in between all the bars. Yeah. Right. It's like. I forget bitch never. Yeah, come on. It's like almost like the Ace Hood flow meets the Migos flow, and they do this thing where they pause, and it's not really a, it's not a mumble because you can understand what they're saying, but what's happening is like it's really shitty bars, padded and layered with ooh yeah uh just to make so the, the flow sound have better bars. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna fight that to offset and takeoff be getting that shit off at times, not always but at times. Okay, man. so a blind squirrel finds a nut. Good job. Oh my! Congratulations, Migos. (laughs) Every now and then, you you write one or two bars in a whole three minute track. You might say one or two lines that are worth listening to. Congratulations. Ah man, I prefer the Migos flow over the pump flow. Like, I don't know that little pump shit. That little that shit is that shit is so bad, man. Like that. Uh, bitch, been giving the groovy, yeah. Coming in the hoodie, yeah. Uh, giving the dude like it's just stupid. Like that shit is really, that is the worst shit to me. Like right now, like. Well, speaking about worst shit, uh, you wanted to mention something about Kanye too. Oh yeah, since we're talking, since, <laughs> actually, it's a good cr- transition. Uh, Lil Pump has, has a song with Kanye. Um, I love it. Uh, I don't love it, but I think that's the name of the song. But since we're talking about shitty shit and Lil Pump. Kanye West, as you know, uh, one of my favorites, 
um, artists in general. Um, Table head ass niggas dog. Man, he he. Uh, so this past week, I guess he had a moment of clarity. And oh, pray from Brother J. Moment of clarity. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was dumb. I okay. So for the record, I do not think Kanye had a moment of clarity. If it was a moment of clarity, it wasn't about politics or anything like this. It was a moment of clarity of, oh shit, people ain't fucking with me or my music no more. I'm not making money. I don't think so. I can't afford Kim Kardashian's thongs anymore. <laughs> I got I got to clean up my name. And, and remember I said I got to clean up my name. Remember I said on the chat I posted that and I said uh, conspiracy theory, do you think this is all really just a ploy for him to try to get out that new line of Blexit, Black Exit? That he's got now because he's like he I, said that he doesn't even fuck anymore. with that. He said, he said he was never. He, does, so, he said he yeah, was he's never not associated, associated with, with that. Oh really? And and yeah. and, 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 and and Candace, I believe Candace Owens yeah. is the lady. She confirmed that you know she didn't mean to use Kanye, but she confirmed everything that he said. Yeah, so she I, just name dropped him in order to sell the line. Right, so, but Kanye was never fucking with the line. Kanye just realized that nobody. He lost a good chunk of the market that was fucking with Kanye, oh, man. and now are not fucking with Kanye. And he's like, oh, my bank is hurting. I was already in debt, but I think I don't want to go that back there again. Kanye West has been out of debt for a while now. At this well, point. he about but, to go back to fucking it if but, he keeps fucking with Trump. But um, but um, I don't think it's I don't think it was that. I mean, it could have been. I don't think it was that. I think Kanye literally is, and I can't take up for all the shit he says because some of the shit he says confuses me, and I'm just like, what? Yay! But like, I think at this point, like, what it was is Kanye. Um, he saw that he he saw caught a glimpse of himself being used and probably like look pulled back and just did a quick survey like shit. Doubt it. Doubt probably, it. No, I, no, I, I, I bet I it was his money. I mean, I, I mean, but wait, but wait. He, he hasn't even dropped nothing that would have him losing money yet. So everybody keeps talking about his money. His money ain't hurt. His what money, ain't, mean, his he money sold, ain't hurt. He, he sold a quarter. Listen, his last album that he dropped in June did a quarter million first week. He not The man yeah, ain't but, hurting. He's still... Adidas is still posting shit. People are still buying these stupid ass ugly shoes that he makes. Well, Sorry, yeah, I bet, this fucking no, shit. No, but I, I bet the I bet the sales dropped. Even but I listen, bet the though, sales dropped. Listen though, I think Kanye West is. We don't know what it took to make those albums and all of them from the good music that dropped in right. was it June and July. This nigga, but listen though, this and nigga, then, the nigga just ran. The nigga just ran a album dropping marathon. His yeah, whole company dropped like, like five albums, yeah. and all those albums was in the top. They came out in the top five. But the also, nigga not hurting. I think the nigga is literally fucked up in man, the head see, at this and point. See, and that's 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 short sighted thinking is what that is, because Kanye knows if he wasn't fucking around with Trump, all the albums that were dropped this year probably could have did bigger numbers. But the thing is, Kanye only Kanye's album was the it's like Kanye, regardless of what he does, Tiana Taylor still has fans. You know what I'm saying? Like people still want to listen to her shit. Uh, Pusha T had an engulfed beef with Drake. People still want to listen. So to So you're saying so I don't that Kanye would be willing to take a loss in I'm order s- to support his own, his own, hey, hey face, his own <laughs> ideas because he knows that he's bringing in money through other investments. No, I'm- instead of being smart and saying, "Yo, I'm losing here." Let me shut the fuck up so that way I can gain here again. Now I'm making money on all fronts. No, I think... A hole in a boat is still a sinking boat. I don't think... This is the thing, though. What money... Ancient Chinese quote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw, I saw. Hey, <laughs> um, I don't think that 
there was too many holes in the boat at this point. It's still early on for, no, for us to be for us to be saying that his money is lacking up. Like people don't. I don't think his money. He hasn't done enough for his money to be lacking yet. It doesn't it have could, to be enough for his money could. to like take a huge plunge, right? But if you're a businessman and you see that this side is not making money, then you do whatever you can to make that side bigger, better, stronger. Let me ask you this though. Now, unfortunately, so. Trump goes to a rally or whatever, and there's a tons of tons of black people there. They're singing "We Gonna Be All Right" by Kendrick Lamar and all this other retarded shit that doesn't make sense. So, so (laughs) you telling me you telling me that there's not a bunch of black? I don't know what the next point is, but yes. (laughs) You telling me there's not a black Republican market that might have been waiting for Kanye West to do some shit, and so they can be like, "Yeah, let me buy now. I'm gonna buy." Yeah, all three of them probably got bullied in school (laughs) and are still getting bullied at work. Man, I just Carlton's. They're all Carlton's on what though? Just so I don't think it's that. I think Ye really didn't know, but or I feel like he still don't really know. I feel like shit happens in Ye's mind, and he's going for the best intent, but what comes out is just some warped shit. Um, so I will. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just quote the quote the tweet um, where he says, "My eyes are now wide open, <clears throat> and now <clears throat> my eyes are now wide open, and now realize I've been." used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. I don't... That sounds like his PR told him to tweet that. That's not a Kanye tweet. So what about the tweet right before where he says, I introduced Candace to the person who made the logo and they didn't want their name on it, so she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit. I have nothing to do with it. That don't necessarily sound... That sound like Kanye West would say some shit like that. Does it? Yeah. I don't think... Like you I know, said, the like fucked I up said. part about this all is Kanye's tweets are a hell of a lot more professional than our president's tweets. Right. Exactly. <laughs> is Kanye has Kanye said some pretty warped shit, yeah. But I, I'm hoping that whatever you know has a bigger outcome. I saw something that said that uh, the reason why Kanye is uh, big with Trump is because uh, Obama was big with Jay. <laughs> looking ass. And Kanye was like, well, I can do the same shit too. So he, he decided to rub elbows or whatnot with uh, he's like, with Trump. Whoever the next president's going to be. <laughs> right. He, he's going to be in my back pocket. Then it was Donald Trump. He's like, fuck. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I'm stuck to my guns. Right. He needed that male energy looking ass. So I don't know. Yeah. I, when I put on the hat, it's a superhero cape. <laughs> man, t- hey, yo. Superman nigga, does not hey, wear a hat. Hey, y'all, don't bullshit. My nigga Nova getting this shit off today, man. Shout out to this nigga. He just, he not happy. He not with the fuck shit, dog. He not with the fuck shit. No, I like and it. He, you know, and the reason for that is because I, it's not that every other week since Trump has taken office has pissed me off in politics. Right. But, all right. So, right now, has have any of you guys actually early voted yet? Mm-mm. I was gonna look. I was gonna do that. I was gonna try doing that yesterday. But. Okay, well, you have till November fourth to early vote, and again, early voting is dope because you don't have to really wait in the long line. You get in, you get out, you're good, right? Uh, if you wait until November sixth, cool for you, but you might have to wait in a longer queue. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and I think you can vote on a Sunday too, depending on uh, what locations are open. So you don't have to take off work. You don't have to leave work early in order to get your vote in. And the reason why I'm bringing this up again is because this week in politics, this week in politics, um, Trump has declared that he's going to try to amend the 14th Amendment. And the 14th Amendment 
for the bare bones and for my super basic understanding of it, not directly quoting it, states that if you are born in the U.S., you earn U.S. rights. And there are lots of people out there that hate that because uh, immigrants come over to the U.S. and they they have their babies here so that their babies are U.S. citizens, right? Mm-hmm. And they're calling them anchor babies. And President Trump hates this, and a lot of his followers hate this because they think, or they're saying that the the immigrants are coming over illegally, they shouldn't be able to have these anchor babies, uh, their babies shouldn't have any U.S. rights, uh, blah, 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 this is not fair to the U.S. citizens. And the part that pisses me off about this is because, or it's the fact that the U.S. is built on immigrants coming to a land they did not own. Right. And even after we owned it, there were more immigrants that came over and built the U.S. from what it was to what it is. And to say we're the land of the free, we give our country, people want to come to our country because we give people opportunities opportunities right, right, right. to become something that they weren't. Right. And the, the, the argument, the stupid-ass argument, Mm-hmm. Is that oh well if they want to do it they should do it illegal they should do it legally right right they should do it legally why are they coming into our country legally or really? illegally you were and all illegal at some point and we were called the melting well it's pot not country. just that it's and not the, just that right these people are immigrating from countries that are l- killing them they're literally killing them it for a black person in the USA right now right it's scary as to get pulled over by the police definitely because you may or may not make it out there are definitely good police officers out there for sure but there's some crooked ass cops out there so it's scary to be a black man in the u.s right and get pulled over by a cop where these cats are coming from it's just scary to be alive right to be wherever they are and to live wherever they're living you're just and trying to go grocery shopping and people are looking at you weird exactly your whole house your whole hut wherever you come from could get lit up at a moment's notice that's how scary that shit is yeah. and in order to save their lives they're willing to walk they're not even driving they don't have greyhound buses they don't have planes they don't have any convenient Means of transportation. They are literally risking their lives to stop risking their lives in the country they're <laughs> yeah, in yeah. to come to a country that they could possibly have opportunities in. And if even they cannot have opportunities, they want to make sure that their kid is good. Their child is good. And there are so many people in this country right now that think, oh, well, you came over illegally. Fuck you. Your kids shouldn't have the same rights as my kids. Fuck your kids, Catherine. <laughs> fuck them fuck them becky fuck them i'm sorry these people are coming from a way worse neighborhood way worse country than yours like are. it's the same thing as when dumb people and i'm just gonna quarter categorize them all as dumb um say that gay marriage is affecting my marriage and my family in a negative way when it's not affecting it in any way at all because it's not your family and your marriage right so these families that from foreign countries that come over here it's not affecting you in any way at all, but you should be supportive and helping them because right. you don't know what they've come, gone through and you should, if anything, if you want to help, like be friends with them or try to help and support them, but 
they should be allowed to be in this country as much as you should. Yeah, yeah I honestly right. don't understand how bathrooms and assuming people's genders became such a huge thing out of all the things to worry about. <laughs> We're worried about if Bill is marrying Bob. Really? Really? That, that's what we're worried about. We're worried, worried about, about your husband who get, just got caught drunk driving for the third time. Right, yeah, right, right, instead right. of that. No, we're, we're worrying about Bruce turning into Caitlyn and then going into the women's bathroom and looking at little girls. We have a whole series of Catholic priests touching little boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're worried about Bill and Bob, but we're not worried about... Father Tom? Man. How, Sway? Uh, <laughs> right. We're worried you about... You don't have the answers. We're worried about all the wrong shit, but my point of the matter is, people, is vote. Fucking vote. If you don't think that your vote matters, it does, especially in these elections, because we don't need niggas like Trump saying that the 14th Amendment needs to be uh, edited so that way immigrants, the people that this country has been built on, Right. Cannot have kids in to have U.S. citizen rights. Every person in the U.S., every person who has ever been a parent. I'm not a parent yet, so I can't really speak to that. But I'm assuming when I do become a parent, I'm going to want to make a life for my kids that are better than the ones that I had. Right, right. So even if I wasn't able to, even if my dad didn't gift me a car. Right. And I had to come up with the money on my own. Yeah. When I have kids, if I have money to uh, buy a shit ass car, because best believe if any of my kids are listening to this in the future, you're going to get a shit car. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get you a brand new Beamer off top, even if I can't afford the shit. Nice. You're going to get a beater off the lot, <laughs> and you're going to learn what the fuck a flat tire sounds like so you know how to change it. Right. You're going to know what the fuck uh, 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 not an accelerator. I can't think of the word. <laughs> all the all the engines and not the all the engines. There's only alternator. one engine. <laughs> you gonna know about the alternator? Cars. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna know what it sounds like when an alternator shuts off or when a, a right. power steering one. You're gonna know when that shit shuts off because you're gonna learn to appreciate it when you get something new. All parents want the best for their kids. When even if they grew up in a billion dollar household, they're going to want their kids to grow up in a $2 billion household. That's just what happens. And these immigrants are literally risking their lives traversing across all of South America to get to a point where they can bring their family to a point of peace. Man. Vote. Fucking vote. And it's interesting how these same people that voted for Trump don't want anything to change with the Constitution because that's how it was when blah, 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 and it's unconstitutional to change it. But now he's the one changing it, and they probably don't have a single problem with it because whatever he says is just quite all right. Yeah, I just think it's very hypocritical. When uh, Kendrick Lamar had called the Republicans, um, what did he call them, Rebloodicans? And <laughs> he called the Democrats Democrips? Mm-mm. <laughs> It made a hell of a lot that. of sense to me because yeah, sure. in a gang, you support your shit no matter what. Yeah. Right. If the le- Whatever the leader says goes. And how polarized everything is right now, when Obama was in office, Democrats was riding it. No matter what the fuck he said. Right. If he was a Democrat, a hardcore Democrat, that's what you roll for. He couldn't do no wrong. Republicans, they doing, they riding for Trump no matter what. He can do no wrong. And I mean, and I don't agree with a lot of the shit that Trump does. I don't. 
But then there are other things like our economy is doing pretty good. And when he started the trade wars with China, we all thought that that shit was going to hit us pretty hard, but it's actually hitting China pretty hard. Mm. And the U.S. economy is actually doing pretty damn good. The world economy, on the other hand, not so much. But the U.S. economy, we're doing pretty damn good. A lot of jobs have been reinstated. There are economists that are saying that this is just a phase Mm. and that we should expect a downfall greater than the depression that happened in 2007, the recession that happened with the, the, the housing market. Whoa, wait, yes. they, say, they say it's going to get worse than that? Yes, it's going to be a hell of a lot worse. Like, right now, we're, we're going on a, we're rising up, and we're going to hit a Damn. peak, and then it's going to be a steep drop-off, like a... Because I remember during that time, we were all thinking, I wonder what the Great Depression was like right, in right, right. 1922 or whatever. We might yeah, see that no, shit. Like, there are some economists that are saying that what's to come is going to be worse than what happened in 2007, mm. and that we should all enjoy what's going on right now. But the thing about um, projections is that they're just predictions. Right. Of course, they are from uh, professionals right. who have spent a lot of time, effort, schools, and essays to perfect their crafts. Okay. Similar to meteorologists that a lot of people don't want to admit that <laughs> they're right mm. or wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, the projections are just what they are. They're, they're predictions, they're theories right. that may or may not come about. Yeah. So yeah. the 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 status of the U.S. right now is actually pretty good as far as the job market is, as far as the economy is going. So Trump somehow is doing some pretty good things, but there's some other things where it's like, I mean, and did, you, did you expect him to not be able to control the economy? I mean, if he was going to do anything right, anything right, that would probably be the one thing that I'd be like, you know what, Trump? Yeah, the guy gonna... with the failed businesses would help our economy. Wait, hold on. He, he does have failed businesses. I, I'm, not, I'm, that, not a, I'm not a Trump supporter or a Trump fan at all. Yo, but what I'm about to say is... The guy that didn't want to uh, the guy show that his knows, taxes. The guy that knows how to... Exactly. The guy that knows how to finesse when it comes to business. If he... if, he, if he, Trust me. He, he, gonna, he gonna put some shit in order for China and whoever the fuck else to, to make sure that his company or which the U.S. wins. So he not know. I'm not saying he's a great business. I'm saying he's what America has been great at for years, and that's finessing. We have not America's products low key. We don't. We've always been middleman. America has been, and I learned this from our one of our uh, high school um, social study teachers. By the way, I can't remember. I think it was Mr. Morler. Um, shout out Marquette. Right. Shout out Marquette. Again, every episode. Thirty <laughs> fifth um, in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but like. America's products, we've never had a large amount of exported products outside of entertainment related. So outside of music and movies, we haven't had like a big, a large, like there's no, people don't go far and wide to come to America to get cheese. You're going to go to like, like some European country to get the best cheese or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't really have a large export. And so we've always played middleman um, in business, you know, kind of a connector. And Trump, I think does that Playing middleman or that fin- that middle guy finessing, he probably does that bit better than anybody um, I've ever seen. So looking at me, he's president now. That was a huge finesse. Yo, Trump finessed the fuck out of this. He finessed system. everybody. Like y'all yeah, all totally. honestly are stupid. Look, like this homeboy. Uh, if you Putin. guys are not watching, um, if you guys don't have Netflix, get Netflix. Uh, there's a series on there called Daredevil, and there's a bad guy uh, on there named Wilson Fisk. 
This is all old, old news, but go on. I'm listening. <laughs> Either way. A.K.A. the Kingpin. <laughs> A.K.A. the Kingpin. And uh, Trump is definitely like a Wilson Fisk. He's a he's super... Fat and white and rich? Yeah, pretty much. Fat, white, <laughs> rich, yeah. It pretty much covers it all. He, he knows how to manipulate and work the system in his favor, so that way he always comes on top. Even though mm-hmm. he shouldn't, and there are some things that should never happen but because he has the money he has the power he knows the people he knows what strings to pull uh, he can political or um, yeah he, he can remain the president uh the whole point of this rent that russell should have did but he's not because he's a stupid idiot wow that's not here <laughs> that nigga uh, look like garfield bro like that nigga just fat bro like i really under don't understand why uh, oh Wide body Hummer head ass dog. dog. This nigga is big dog. He look like a fucking avocado. Like that's how you shape. You pair body ass bitch. Ah, God, I hate Russell. Hey, Not I'm, really. I'm, I'm Switzerland. Kind of. You Switzerland. <laughs> well, we gonna keep talking about the Snorlax ass looking dog, dude. This nigga is really like this nigga's huge. Like this nigga's huge. Like I'm sure like this nigga's titties are bigger than Pamela Anderson's. Like it's that. It's that. It's that bad out here for you, Russell man. Shout out so, to all the hoes that Russell's getting out here in these days and trying times. Right. They are five dollars a pop, so right, right. <laughs> All the chicks that he's picking up outside of Planned Parenthood right, because exactly. they have nothing else to live for. Congratulations! Damn, Damn. Oh. this episode is TS. <laughs> no, we are naming this episode TS gets his shit off. Like for T- real, he took a sip of Bloody Mary. Right. And he's like, I'm going in. Right, that <laughs> Bloody Mary got him pretty gory. Like out here, just <laughs> damn. The point right. is vote. Please, please, because TS is going to come after your ass. All all 36 or 37 people that listen to this podcast, please, if you don't vote early, please vote November 6th. Yeah, most definitely. Whether you're voting Republican, you're voting Democrat, you're voting Independent, please just vote. Your vote is so important. If it wasn't important, they they would not work so hard to try to impede you Mm. from voting. Yo, I'm going to keep shit 300 right now. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> real quick, the, the last elections, I didn't vote the Trump, the election with Trump and Hillary. I did not vote. You're and a fuck. I am a fuck. But here's the thing. I didn't vote. You're because a I, table I, fuck. I, I, I didn't vote because many years I voted for both, um, elections for Obama, but many years, um, throughout my twenties, I was really on some, my vote don't count. And I was really on some conspiracy shit. Like I still don't trust the government at all. And I hope, and really honestly, the process doesn't make any sense to me. But I will say this. I was so gun-ho and thinking, like, people aren't going to be stupid enough to vote for this man. He won't win. Even if I don't vote, there's not enough Americans who would allow this man to win. Real tablehead ass. Guess what? There's way more stupid people in the world than there are smart people. Have you seen Idiocracy? It used to be a comedy. Now Now it's it's a documentary. Now it's a documentary. um, I've been saying that for years, and now it officially happened when I saw that Trump once put electrolytes in our plant water. Uh, I'm like, that's exactly what happened in Idiocracy. I told you what's going to happen. <laughs> so, I mean. Dan Rue, did you turn the camera on yourself when you said that? Right. Dan Rue. Dan Rue. Bitch ass fucker. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, nigga, I can go live too. What you talking about? Go live. Share this. Okay. But, um. I don't know how to live. Damn, I really don't know how to live either. I lie. <laughs> I lie. I don't know how to live. You're washed ass scum. I know how to go deceased and shit. Just. But, nah, man. Um, I didn't vote, and it's because I felt like. You know, nobody will let this happen. Well, if we keep feeling like that, if guess you keep, what's going to happen? Right, it's going to happen. Shit like we are right now. We right. need to 
We can't, we can't, we can't have this mentality of listen on the sidelines because I don't get it. We can't have this mentality of listen on the sidelines because my vote don't count, man. Listen, right now we can think about that shit maybe four years from now, maybe a decade from now when shit's a little bit more peachy. But right now we are in some trying times. What could have been? If you have the ability to get up and go cast that vote, if you're not physically disabled, and I'm sure even people that's physically disabled, I'm sure there's some type of program or some shit where they'll yeah, get they to the yeah, they can mail in a vote. See, look, there's no excuse, man. There's no excuse. Get to the polls. Stand in line. Check the yeah. right box. If you're not a felon and you're not uh, an immigrant, if you are a qualified U.S. citizen, you don't even you need a vote. job. You don't even need to have a job. No, you don't have to have a job. You don't even have to have a job to vote. Just get oh, your ass up. And for and those vote. that don't have a job, I know you all smoke weed, so please, please. go vote because there's a question uh, on there specifically for, y'all, for, for you, you. For your fool ass. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe people 21 and older can... Uh, have fun with weed. Come on now. Pretty we're much, that's all it says. We're all eco friendly. Go green. We need it. Smoke weed every day. Right. I don't need. I don't. I'm not a weed fan. Potheads fill potholes. But uh, man. <laughs> hey, man. That's what they should use with the. That's damn what near. they should use with the tax money. Potheads fill potholes. Damn near. Damn near, man. Hey, right, listen. Been a lot of conservatives would sign yes to that. Right on what? Potholes. Okay. We're gonna have They're the smoothest smooth. roads in all of the U.S. Right. Yo, I bet riding through Colorado, it's smooth as fuck right now because <laughs> potheads fill potholes. Man, on what though? <laughs> you wanna, we wanna, um, you definitely wanna just get out and vote, man. Just get out and vote. Don't be stupid like Russell, because that nigga's retarded. Right. Um, oh, conehead ass, upside man. down conehead. Just an upside down conehead ass. Just this nigga. Just, awkward ass prism. Nigga boy. look like CeeLo, man. Just get the fuck out. Get up. <laughs> Don't be like Russell, aka CeeLo, aka hey. Jazzy Faye. He's like Belo. All right, <laughs> Belo. Um, so transition next topic. TS is the next topic. Yo, see Nova, you know, I gotcha. So, uh, you know, what we've been, (laughs) what we've been doing, um, at Young Black and Opinion or what the fuck? Cut that out. Wow. So this portion is called, this portion is called the plug. Whoa. The plug. What the fuck? I don't even know where that came. What we've been doing at. Not not politically correct. I don't know why that. See, the reason out. why you couldn't say the name is because you don't even listen to us. Shut the fuck up. I almost dropped YBO. Okay. Shout, no, shout out, shout out YBO. I don't know why I just said what we do here. Young Black and Thinking. What we do here at NPC is uh, what we do here at NPC <laughs> is uh, we've yo. Been last week I wore a sweats and suit shirt. This this week I'm definitely repping the the YBO shirt. You know what I'm saying? About goddamn time. When, when you gonna get an NPC shirt? Didn't you wear a YBO uh, we don't have one. The first week. What? Didn't you wear a YBO shirt the first week? Don't remember. I almost uh, wore a YBO shirt today as well. So I chose to go with the Rebel Soul. Um. So we've been interviewing each other. The first week I was interviewed uh, semi. The second week, uh, Russell Bug Eye Ass, uh, Bugs Life Head Ass got uh, interviewed. <laughs> um. Just. Uh, and then third week, Cody, which was last week. So this week, we're going to turn the tables on the original interviewer, and he's going to become the interviewee. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
So tell you know, give a little people a little brief history of TS. You know, you know, this is funny because this is damn near the same interview that I gave McCoy. I was uh-huh. gonna say, this, it, yep, 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 yep. Just take tell Buzz yourself, and it'll get up and leave. No. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go it get was some water. Not organized. No, at but all. I got, I got, I got, I got a few, <laughs> I got a few questions, but I want him to get into his history a little bit because people don't always know about the man C Nova. All right, so um, quick synopsis, I guess. He's is, Asian. I yeah, my mom is Filipino. My dad is from the U.S. He's a nigga. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm black and Filipino. You know what I'm saying? Um, went to Marquette. That's why we keep repping it hard. Shout out Marquette High. Not just because I went to Marquette, but me, McCoy, Russell, we all went to Marquette. So, we repped that shit. Cody, Lord knows where he went. God bless his soul. I participated. <laughs> um. After that, you know, I went to Milwaukee School of Engineering, graduated as an electrical engineer. I represent Triangle Fraternity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, fraternity of Engineers, Architects, and Scientists. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite sure else where you want me to go okay, with that. Well, I mean, I, I could talk about a bunch of different stuff. Well, favorite food, favorite yeah. music. Okay, well, actually, give me your favorite food, color, and... Favorite food... Yep. I would say I could probably eat tacos. Pink tacos? Tacos <laughs> any day of the week. Fish tacos. And it'd be dope. But honestly, I am not a picky person. As long as it's cooked, I'm eating it. My thing is, my thing has always been, if ever you're trapped on um, an isolated island with me, mm-hmm. you better run faster than I can because <laughs> I'll animal. eat you. Wow. Shout out to all the ladies out there that is just uh, right. It, no, fuck that. I'm I'm really trying to see what some some real baby bear ribs be like <laughs> if I'm stranded on an island head ass. Well, <laughs> this cats. is brought to you by Lost. Oh, <laughs> lost cats right, away. All right, all right. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I really love tacos, spaghetti. You know, um, food. That's that's food. As far as colors Vagina. go, uh, yes, definitely favorite food. Mm-hmm. As far as colors go. Um, I really love red. I really love blue. Combine them all together, you get purple. So Gang. Purple is my favorite color. Whoop. Purple is an awesome flavor. Whoop. Everything purple tastes good. Whoop. Haven't tasted a bad purple thing yet. Purple Kush. Purple Kush. Actually, you know what? I don't really purple I don't really care for me? Kush. It's too much of an indica. I, I don't like smoking and then getting mad tired. I like smoking and being happy and laughing and awake. I think it's a waste when you uh, do uh, a drug <laughs> and then you just get knocked the fuck out. Unless that's your intent and purposes, like NyQuil or something. Right. I forget what the third Though, if you, you do a drug and you kind of go in and out, not a waste. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> Boom o'clock. Um, so, favorite <laughs> musical artist? What genre? Rock. Rock. Viking metal. Linkin Park. Oh God! I'm Lincoln sorry. Park, I'm sorry you guys had to hear that weak ass shit. I'm sorry. No, I'll stab you in the throat. Lincoln Park <laughs> is dope as fuck, man. Lincoln Park, there's Lincoln Park is dope for a multitude of reasons. One, not only did they did a really good job of integrating rap with rock music, mm-hmm. they also I don't know why I said did that. a really really good job of just growth in general with all of Lincoln. Well, I don't want to say all of Linkin Park stuff, but from Hybrid Theory onto I forget the their latest album. Uh, shit, I can't remember the latest album. I listened to it, can't remember the name of it. They show growth. 
they are not the same Linkin Park that they were when they were hybrid theory. Every album, they try to do something different and they try to show that they are growing in the industry. They're growing as people and it's just, they're dope. Linkin Park is dope. I was actually really, really blessed to be able to see Linkin Park in concert when they were at uh, Summerfest a couple years back. And that was before Chester Bennington died. Mm. Committed suicide, in fact. I'm not going to say AKA the dead guy to him, so RIP to him. Wait, but you said it to exit. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah, because fuck him, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, respect to Chester. Chester's my white boy. Man, y'all niggas. Okay. Um, so, T.S., one thing I've always wondered about, and I'm your best friend, what made you want to be an engineer? Because we don't have a lot of, like, honestly, there, there are not a lot of black. I always assumed it was your Asian side, it was the math thing, but there's not a lot of black, like, honestly, not a lot of black engineers. And, I've, you know, you were actually the first black engineer I've ever known. So it's like when I tell people I'm like my best yep. friend's an engineer, I just like I kind of throw it Yo, in the face. Low I'm, like, key, I'm the first engineer. black engineer that I've ever known. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Dog. Uh, so long story long. Right. Um, when I was in high school, I wanted to be in psychology, honestly. Right. Because I enjoy the way the human mind works and how people interact with each other. That stuff is mad interesting to me. Okay. And going to a... Uh, a high school counseling thing with uh, Father Kolb. Never forget it. Remember, went to Marquette, so we had a bunch of priests running around. Didn't get touched, though. Fuck anybody who thinks that I did. I did not. Mm-mm. Just putting that out there. Russell did, though. <laughs> Russell probably did. Right. Russell probably did. Sorry for Russell. Not, no, not really. Not, not no. Really. <laughs> but anyways, I had a meeting with Father Kolb, and I sat down with him, and uh, this had to have been junior year, right when you're about to pick what colleges you're going to try to start applying for and what majors you're going to be looking at. And not to say that there are people in my church that told me, T.S., you should be an engineer. I even had a a woman at church who helped me find an internship, not an internship, but a summer program that lasted about a week or two weeks or something like that, that I went to in Indiana. Shout out to her uh, Mm -hmm. for that. But I had plenty of people in my corner telling me I should be an engineer. Anyways, so Father Cole said that I should... Uh, he asked me, what should I do? Or what do I want to do? And I told him that I wanted to go into psychology. And he sat back in his chair and he shuffled through some papers and he looked at them. Then he looked at me and looked at his papers and he put the papers back down. And I remember this vividly because when he put the papers down the, the second time, he looked at me straight in the eye and he said, T.S., that's stupid. You should not go into psychology. I've seen your grades. I've seen your scores. You should be something better. (laughs) And you should go into engineering. Mm. Yeah. And um, at that moment. He didn't say, like, you should look into something else. He actually put in your head engineering. He he literally said, don't waste your time. That's stupid. You should look at engineering. You're good at math and science. You should go into engineering. So at that moment, I paused because he just literally told me that, my idea was stupid. Was that right. kind of crushing to you? At the time, it... So, at that split second, it felt crushing. But at the same time, I was like, well, they didn't fire this dude yet. So, he must give good advice. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go right. into engineering. Right. So, after that meeting, I went and looked up what engineers were being hired the most at that time. And this was about 2006 junior year. 2007 would be my graduating year. And at the time, electrical engineers were the most sought-after engineers so i said all right well i guess i'm gonna be an electrical engineer then Mm. 
Well, that's the story of that. Um, so I said long story long. Right, right, right. So I think uh, I always, like I said, I always thought the fact that he was an engineer was one of the most interesting things. Now, for those of you who don't know, if you if you don't know, then you probably are if not you know, now you know, paying attention. You know. But me and T.S. used to be in a rap group. Neighbor. Right. <laughs> table. <laughs> just, me and T.S. used to be in a rap group called Kingpins. Henceforth, my KPZ tag on certain a- things. K-I-N-G-P-E-N-Z. Gotta knock this uh, um, used to be shit off. That, that, thank you, Cody. If Cody would get in, get in his uh, production right, we might come back for like a two-track EP. Um, <laughs> two-track EP. But, so he's always, he's always been one of my favorite rhymers. I always enjoy you know, his bars and shit. Um... What made you pick up a pen and start writing? Because, as <laughs> honestly, because you could definitely write your ass off. Um, I remember we were in, we were in at school at the table, and he said, "I'm too smooth as blues dudes, or two spo- spoonfuls of noodles. I'm new news. Who knew? <laughs> Do you know how cold that was to me at 17? I was like, yo." Yo, this nigga's so much better. I was so mad, dog. I went home and I wrote the entire night. I'm like, this shit is, I got to get better. This nigga's just too good. So what made you start ever, like, what, what got you into liking music? Because it's because of you that I was, you know, pursuing music even Bullshit. You've been rapping since you were nine. Uh, the question was, what got you into music? <laughs> yeah, nigga. so don't, don't no, lie. No, because Look, TS called because, No, fuck that, because... Fans actually listen to our podcast, <laughs> and they heard you say that you've been rapping since you were nine. In yeah, fact, but... you were inspired by a commercial, is what happened. So, there's no way that I could have inspired you to continue doing music, because oh, I wasn't six, around. Six, for Feldco, he's like, oh, I'm on that shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, to answer your question... I started writing in third grade, so it had to have been around the time I was eight or nine years old. And it wasn't because I heard a rap lyric or anything like that. On the other hand, it was because I was not listening. I was reading Shel Silverstein, Mm -hmm. and he has a couple of books. I think it was Where the Sidewalk Ends that inspired me to start writing poetry. Him and uh, Dr. Seuss, honestly, Mm -hmm. with... Their limericks and their rhyme schemes was like, yo, this shit is dope. So from third grade until ninth grade, all I did was write poetry. All Mm. I did was write poetry. Okay. Um, What got me into music, on the other hand, rap music, was Eminem. And that's why he is my number one rapper, favorite artist of all time. Christmas of, I don't know, fourth grade, whatever year that was. I got a headset that I can listen to music on. It was a radio headset combo deal. And I'd listen to that shit going to sleep, and I'd wake up in the morning hearing music. And whatever channel I was on, I remember hearing, waking up and hearing Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. His first single was uh, The Real Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up to this at whatever hour of the morning... And thinking, yo, this shit is dope. Now, the reason why this point of memory is important for me is because maybe a week or two before this, I I remember sitting down with my dad in fourth grade telling him, yo, all this music is whack. All this rap music, all this pop music, it all sounds the same. It literally all sounds the same. Until then, nothing changed from T.S.'s mind. (laughs) Yo, I can't get down with any of this shit. It's whack. You know what? I think I might 
listen to jazz from now on. I might just quit music from here on out. Wow. Yo, right? This explains why he does not like the Migos. Continue. The Real Slim Shady <laughs> dropped his single on my birthday. On my birthday. February 23rd. And I remember waking up listening and hearing this shit like, this is, this is dope as fuck. I need mm-hmm. to listen to music a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Eminem is the reason why I continue to listen to music. But Shel Silverstein and Dr. Seuss are the reason why I started writing poems. I didn't start writing raps until McCoy came along. He's like, yo, poetry's dope. You got bars. Why don't you try writing it to some of these instrumentals? And then I had to learn. I didn't have to learn. But I was like, all right, I guess I could do that. And, and then, you know, one thing after another, you learn to start writing to instrumentals and we was working together. And, hey, KPZ was born. We opened up for Kendrick Lamar, performed at UW-Milwaukee, had our own concert at MSOE. Wait, wait, let's back up. You opened for Kendrick Lamar? Yes. We performed, we performed on the side stage at the Rave when Kendrick was right before, like, it was like the month before. He was on BET Music Matters Tour. And it was a month before Good Kid, Mad City, and we performed at the Rave. We wanted the, one of the acts that performed on the side stage at the Rave. It's one of our crowning achievements i know when we yep. got off stage we were second to last to perform and we got off st- got off stage the bartender was like yo y'all are one of the best groups we ever seen here can i have a cd yo i will never forget that that bartender was like we see a lot of different acts a lot of different acts but you guys were dope can i have a cd yeah we definitely definitely did our thing when we headlined at msoe we had our own concert at msoe first of all yeah shout out to charles for uh right. being our dj at right. the rave right right and shout out uh jabari for being dj bari dj bari aka brave that's his new name y'all gotta check out his music too but uh yeah we we did our thing man we were doing our thing for a minute and you know fuck anybody who disagrees um okay so a couple more questions now you Seem to be, you know, T.S. has always been a really smooth cat to me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he always, like, our dynamic has always been, I was more of the rugged, more like the insane one, and he was more of the smooth, whatever, whatever. Um, but we kind of still pulled off of each other to grow. One thing that's really been smooth about T.S. That I was, in recent years is he started smoking cigars. He's been a really smooth cat, and, like, <laughs> and that cigar thing to me is really cool. So I want to know not only how'd you got, how you got into smoking cigars, but what is your favorite cigar and why? Who? Okay. So I got into smoking cigars from my homie Andy. Uh, he hit me up a couple years back. And it was it was a Thursday. And he was like, yo, TS, what are you doing tonight? I ain't doing shit. All right, well, come over to Yuli's mm-hmm. because me and the homies are smoking down here. Um, you just link up with us. I said, all right, no, no problem. Why not? I never smoked a cigar before. Well, that's a lie because we did smoke cigars on, uh, our graduation day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I remember me and McCoy. So somebody handed us a cigar and we're smoking this shit. Like it's a black and both of <laughs> at least me, I got sick cause I was inhaling every mm-hmm. single damn time. Mm-hmm. And that cigar hit whatever the fuck it was. It hit. And that was the last time that I smoked a cigar. But my homie Andy hit me up and he told me to come through Yuli's uh, and smoke a cigar with him and the homies. I did. And ever since then, I've been smoking cigars. Uh, I even got a couple cats that I regularly smoke cigars with now. Shout out Donovan, Damo, Kells, you know what I'm saying? Smoking guns. Cody. There we go. I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I smoked cigars with you twice. Twice? Twice. Twice. All right. Hookah once. Okay, so thrice. 
Mm. We'll, we'll call it thrice. Yeah. While shout he's out, eating on his rice. His, uh, shout out his, <laughs> his smoking group. But, um, yeah. Um, that's how I got into smoking cigars. I've been doing that for the last couple of years. My favorite cigar, on the other hand... Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. My favorite <laughs> cigar is called Blind Man's Bluff. And it's by Caldwell. That's a dope name. Right. <laughs> Dog, it is such a good smoke. So... Even when I was in uh, Washington smoking weed legally, the only time <laughs> I the only time I'd smoke a blunt down to roach size and continue wanting to smoke it was at that point. Like you got to have a really good set, and even if it was really good weed, I hate roaches. I fucking hate them because they're so hot and you don't really enjoy them. On the other hand, this blind man's bluff. Yo, this shit is such a good smoke mm-hmm. that I smoked his ass down till there was damn near no more rap left. I damn near burnt my lip trying to get the last mm-hmm. little bit of this shit. And I smoked a couple of them by now, and each one has been just as good as the last one. So, by far, Blind Man's Bluff by Caldwell is one of the best smokes I have ever had. That's my favorite smoke of all time right now. Damn. As of this moment. Okay, okay, okay. Can you blow those smoke rings? Uh, with hookah, it's easier to, for me to blow smoke rings. Because there's more like humidity in the... Or no. no, because I take bigger hits with hookah. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with, right, it's a lot more smoke. With cigars, I don't take as big of hits, so I don't really do a lot of smoke tricks with cigars. Okay. Also, uh, in being a smooth cat... TS is also into kung fu. How did you get into that? Is that from your heritage? <laughs> from watching Mulan, fucker. <laughs> Female empowerment. He's also a big uh, liquor connoisseur. So, what is your favorite drink and why? All right, so I'm definitely more of a beer connoisseur than I am a liquor connoisseur. Lies, but all right. <laughs> um. So I'll answer the question that I gave myself. My favorite beer depends on the time of year it is. Uh, I do really love a good stout. I love a good stout. But depending on how hot it is, I may choose to pick a Pilsner instead. Mm. Uh, As far as liquor goes, spirits, I I enjoy a good scotch. I enjoy a good whiskey. Yeah, those those would be the the two. Uh, my favorite. No, you like your dark whiskey. <laughs> and my women. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite is either between Maker's Mark and Glenfiddich. Man, okay. I remember I was went went to my buddy's house and we were all playing uh, board games and drinking, and his wife comes down like. It ain't about you, Cody. No, this is. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna mute his mic now. Um, I'm going to the store. You want anything? I'm good. She's like, Are you sure? You can get some ice cream, some Maker's Mark or something like that. We can get some. Uh, what does he say? Whatever. <coughs> Alcoholic uh, desserts. Like, really? What? <laughs> there was like a root beer float, but oh man, that went quick. So Cody has been drinking alcohol in his ice cream, is what we've learned. Oh, dude, rum and coke floats are the shit. Wow, yeah. I didn't know. And rum the, and coke floats are the shit. And you know what? Uh, b- 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 what's that one thing? 
It's not like a grasshopper, but it uh, doesn't uh, ice cream shake form. Hmm. Don't, don't know. know. I forget. All right, I got uh, two more questions for you, T.S. Um, in 10 years, finish the sentence. In 10 years, I will be... 10 years older. A father. Hmm, okay. In 10 years, I hope to have a beautiful or be- wonderful love children, not just child. Uh-huh. I'll have children okay. with my Plurals. lovely wife. Um, well, that brings me to my second question. What does marriage mean to you? Marriage is not just a sacred unity between two people, but it's a very important support system that one depends on in order to continue living normal everyday life. I could not be as far as I am right now without the help of my wonderful wife. We definitely, we go through some things. We definitely go through some things. No couple is perfect. Yeah, relationship shit, man. Yeah. But we are happy way more than we're uh, fighting through stuff. And the dope part about my wife, Jay, is that she pushes me further than I ever think I could go. You know, she... <laughs> She's damn near a piccolo to my Gohan. Mm-hmm. If we're going to keep up with these DBZ puns and all. like I, I'll think that I've reached my peak to my pinnacle. And she'll be she'll be proud of me. Mm. She'll say, yo, She's that's like, you've dope. You've made it to a Super Saiyan, but did you know there's a Super Saiyan 2? Right. What? <laughs> Show me. <laughs> right. How did you find this out? Yeah, she's one of those types. And then um, she's always pushing me to be a better person. And that's what I love about her and that she she's supportive and she appreciates everything that's going on. But at the same time, she's always pushing me to do more and do better than what I currently am. And I guess if that's I think that's what marriage is supposed to be, where she bigs up my head. I big up her head. I gas her up. She gasses me up. Yep, definitely. And we continue doing that back and forth until the end of time yeah (laughs) whatever the end of time is for us we're we're doing our best to build this little empire for ourselves yeah it's about man yeah as as long as we're happy that's all that matters but we have to continue pushing each other so no one person on our team um remains stagnant Ooh, damn you raised me okay um my last question is a very simple one fuck marry kill Oh shit! Fuck Mary Kill for very introspective. Uh, Cardi B, Nicki kill. Minaj, Tierra Marie. Kill. Shut up! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck Mary Kill. Shit. Uh, before you answer this question, have you seen Tierra Marie's uh quick uh, sex tape that will be released? I have not. So you probably can't answer this right, <laughs> my nigga. You can't answer this right. Um, fuck Mary Kill. All right, so because I haven't seen that, I probably have to kill her off. That was a good hint that McCoy gave you, and you're just like, yeah, she's gonna die. Yep. <laughs> so what? Yeah, you should kill. You Look, should probably I, kill. She, you should probably kill her because she's snatching souls out. You should probably kill her. Just, get, <laughs> just get rid of that bitch. Just get her out of here right now, man. Forty-five minutes ago, I did admit that I don't <laughs> adhere to rules. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Sierra Marie gets killed off. Yep. Uh, I probably 
fuck Nikki and Mary Cardi. Really? Because I love Cardi's accent. I love the fact that she's still rapping. And you love her accent because you're not living with her. Her interviews are funny, but man, no, she yeah. got those. Yeah. No, Cardi B got that that the accent that New York, New York Hispanic woman accent. Yeah, a Hispanic because chick from New York from the Bronx. That shit <laughs> Yo, is look. high grade great. That shit is just like that. That but that. You say, accident. hey, I'm getting some breakfast because I just woke up. You want anything? She's like, I'm gonna just get some coffee in the <laughs> Like. Why yeah. do you sound like like a fucking snail? Like I feel like that's, that's how what she sounds like. like. He's pretty exactly. much no. He just sounded like somebody that should have been added to the Migos is what he sounded, sounded oh. like. Oh, uh, Cardi, Cardi just oh, needs shit. somebody like me to introduce him <laughs> to some books. That's all. That's all that is. Refinement. That is. Yeah. Refinement. That's it. And on that note, this has been another great episode of uh, NPC Pod Wars here on NPC. I am one of your hosts, C Nova. You know know I gotcha. It's your boy, Real McCoy, aka everything you ever need in your life. That that's it. That's it's hard to be humble it. when you're just yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah, you like know, ten different AKAs. I'm gonna keep it simple for the end of the show. I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna wrap it up. All right. Well, you're not even gonna rip Rick Ross while he's. You just did it. I mean, <laughs> listen, man. Carl Winslow is not here to defend himself. We should oh. let it go. Like, just gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> DJ Kelly can't say shit, huh? Right, exactly. I mean, what? <laughs> we this, the man. best at Wendy's and right. buffets. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I did not say a single thing, so please continue to not come at me in the group chat. We're going to come at you first and shit because you're quiet because you're acting like a bitch. Right. He's like, hey, Helen Keller, speak up. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm Cody, and that's NPC.